0: This is Charlene, and you're listening to You Better Hear Me. I am Charlene Williams, and this podcast is here to entertain you, inspire you, and provide you with information that you might need. And today, our guest is Catrice Lattimore, a young lady I have known for, mm, I'm not going to put any years on it. I'm not trying to date either one of us, but I've known her for some years. We both have seen some development in each other along the way. We just want to say that, right, Catrice? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I want to give Catrice an opportunity to share some things and wisdom about just what she's seen along her journey, and I know that it's going to be helpful to some of you listeners out there, so, but first of all, I wanted to let Catrice give her her story. Who is Catrice Lattimore right now?
1: Well, right now, if I had to put a word on it, I would call myself evolving.
0: Um, I feel like I'm I'm constantly
1: changing. And if you are willing to grow, if you want to grow, then you will be constantly changing. Um Ooh, that's
0: good, Catrice. That's good.
1: Absolutely. So my friend and I, this is one of my closest girlfriends, we got matching tattoos. And we were going back and forth with what we should get. And so we started throwing out words and trying to see if it resonates with one another. And we settled on a phrase. And this mm-hmm. phrase... Although it describes our friendship, it also describes us individually. And it, it resonated so well with me that obviously I got a permanent tattoo on me.
0: For <laughs> real, phrase, you got it.
1: <laughs> the phrase is honesty, love, and transparency. So although I am constantly changing and evolving and still trying to figure out who I am in my 30s, um, the core of me, my core values are honesty, love, and transparency. And that's what comes across in my blog posts. That's what you'll hear. That's what you'll see when you are in my presence and feel my vibe is always honesty, love, and transparency.
0: That's good. That is good. And those are some powerful words to have put on your body. It does give you an understanding as to who you are. And Mm -hmm. when people say, no, this is who she is. Right. That's really, that's so cool, Catrice. And you just mentioned something. and I wanted you to tell us a little bit more about your blog.
1: Mm-hmm. I know
0: your most recent one is The Strength of a Black Woman and how that's just a misnomer. Or, or just give us a little bit more about that blog because I saw it and I was like, yeah. This, <laughs> right here, mm-hmm, this is powerful. This, this applies to me, too.
1: Right. Awesome. So I love to write. I've been writing for a very long time now. And my blogs are usually inspired by one of three things. My thoughts, because I'm always in my head. I'm a thinker. Um, Conversation. I have conversations with my girlfriends or I have this thing about me, but people just love to come to me and tell me their business. So um, it's usually some kind of (laughs) either my thoughts, conversation or something I read. I'm on Twitter a lot, Instagram, Facebook. You know, I read books, I read blogs, I read articles. So I'm always reading. Mm -hmm. Good. So it was a theme in one week. I I read something on, I think it was Twitter. I had a conversation with my mom and I had a conversation with my therapist. And it was all based around the strength or um, this, this, like you said, misnomer of being this strong black woman. And it sparked something in me. So I usually start out journaling because I don't like to put things out that are based on emotion so I try to write it out to see if I should publish it or if it, if it should just remain private and right. this particular one it, it, I just kept writing and I was like oh I gotta publish this because I feel like it will resonate with so many people um, so I was writing in my journal and I decided to make it a blog post So what I want women to to know from this blog is that their strength and vulnerability. I think the misnomer in society is that the black woman carries the weight, carries the weight of the family. She carries Mm -hmm. the load. She Mm. carries the the, the child bit rearing. She does the grocery shopping, the cooking, the cleaning. She does all of this, but at what expense? It's like she's taking care of everybody else but herself. And Mm. I want women to know that it's okay to enforce boundaries and say, hey, no, this is becoming too much. I can't do this. Um, I need need to lean on my support system. Um, I want women to know that it's okay to not be okay and that there is strength in vulnerability and in asking for help. And I, I, I describe, I redefine, what strength means in my blog. And you guys would just have to go to the blog site and check it out. But I, I wanted people to know that if, for me personally, if being strong means carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders at the expense of myself, I don't want to be that kind of strong. So I kind of go into what strength means and looks like to me in my blog.
0: Oh, that is great. And the address for your blog posts online is livebeyondaverage.com. That is just powerful, Catrice. Yes. I mean, and it resonated so much with me because of the, I've been categorized as that person. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I
1: always want to know why you said that. like
0: you right, know. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Is that a compliment? What right. you're trying to say? <laughs> So I think as women, we have been carriers for so long Mm -hmm. uh, of, of these family things that we've had to do, of the work, and I think it's applicable a lot for Black women. Right. But I think it might be applicable for other women, too. Yeah. They really need to go to the matriarch of the family, the mm-hmm. person who holds things together, mm-hmm. person who does the budget. And like you said, does the grocery shopping, the Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. the shopping for everybody, Has holds things together. And I think that it's important for us to know we have... To make sure we're taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. And one of the things that you mentioned is therapy. And I think it's important that people know a little bit more about how crucial it is to take care of your mental health. Absolutely. So talk to us a little bit about that whole process too.
1: So after I had my son, I called it, I called what I went through because it wasn't postpartum depression. I wasn't sad. I wasn't down. It was, uh, I call it an emotional epiphany. <laughs> and I call it that because at one point in my life, my mom will always be like, You're so emotionless. You're so nonchalant. You're just so hard. And I, I, that's just who I was. I just didn't really care about a lot of things that I should probably have cared about back then. But after I had my son, it, it seemed like I had a flood of emotions, and I started to feel more. And I did not know what to do with these emotions. It, it, it wasn't
0: all those things have been plugged up by. Yep.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, you got
0: plugged out. they all the feelings.
1: <laughs> out too. Everything came out, and I was like, "Whoa, I don't know what to do with all of this." So my um, one of my good good girlfriends, she was my doula in the delivery room with me, and she is like all about the the. Black family and, and mental health and all of that. And she was like, you should go to therapy. And she gave me a, a referral and I went and it's been, I've been in therapy ever since. And it's been, it's oh, wow. been a life changer, like a godsend. I I love therapy. I'm a huge advocate for going to therapy. I feel like if you go to your doctor, your primary care doctor once a year, you go to your dentist twice a year. If you have any other underlying conditions, you're at the doctor's office all the time. But that's all physical. So, like, what are we doing for our mental? And um, mental health or, or going to therapy and counseling has been such a taboo in our Black community. Like, if you say you going to therapy, people be like, oh, what's wrong with you? I'm like, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm going to therapy as a part of my mental health. Regimen as a part of what I do to to help my mental, you know, you work out physically, you go to the gym. We lift right. weights to build build our muscles. What are we doing for our mind? We go to church for spirit, or you know, we, we're in tune or plugged in spiritually, whether that's in church or you know, you do your meditation or whatever you do spiritually. Um, so we're taking care of us physically and spiritually. But what about our mental health? We don't talk about that.
0: Right, right. That is so true. We mm-hmm. don't. And you're right. And our community is seen as a weakness or mm-hmm. something that there's something wrong with you as opposed to having the opportunity to make checkups. Like you said, mm-hmm. you're going to the doctor, you go to your doctor for a checkup just to make sure everything's all right. 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 You go, you go to this doctor to talk some things out to make sure that you come in to a situation in a way that's going to be positive so mm-hmm. you, you can get the right outcome that you want or at least deal with it in a way that's healthy for everybody involved. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. And Catrice, I commend you for doing that and for sharing that. That's Mm -hmm. so important. And you know, now is such a, interesting time that we're going through it's Mm. it's stressful and it can be sad with rona corona (laughs) roaming around here doing what she want to do
1: yeah she's stuck in the house oh my god
0: oh with these kids and all you know all these sorts of stressors that are going around so with all these things. And, and you know, it's a poignant time. It's an opportunity for us to take advantage of this time. And some people see this time as, as being crushing as a weight, like you were saying mm-hmm. earlier. But what do you think women should do to preserve their peace, to get some peace, or to even encourage some peace?
1: So it's going to go back to mental health, because I, I think that's the starting point. I feel like we need to plug into therapy because we sometimes it, we have filters when we talk to certain people. Like we talk to our girlfriends, but we don't tell them everything. You know what I mean? Like you 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 gonna stop at a certain point. You're not gonna tell your girlfriend every single thing. If you if your mom is still living, you can go to your mom and tell her some things. But I feel like um, therapy would help you get that get everything out in the open with a professional <laughs> because you can talk to your girlfriends, but that's gonna be a biased opinion your mom is All always, right. your mom will always have your back so that's gonna be a biased opinion but i feel like when we really are in a crunch and we need that peace and we need to just release going to therapy with help because that's that's that professional unbiased third-party opinion that can give it to you the way that you need to receive it and and implement some changes so for me Protecting my peace or finding my peace is first of all taking care of my mental health, and that's calling my therapist. It was one point I was going to see her once a week. I was like, Look, I got a lot of stuff in my head that I need to talk yeah. about. <laughs> ah. and I need to come see you. And right. A lot of people don't know that your therapy, your mental health therapy, is covered under most health insurance. So, really, all you're paying when you go see your therapist is your copay. Oh, that's good. That. Yeah. So, My mental health is is a way to protect my peace. Physical health as well. Working out. Find something that you enjoy and plug into that, whether that's biking, hiking, walking, running, strength training. I got weights in my house. I got resistance bands. You know, I just keep moving because I learned that, you know, when you're down, especially being in a house all day, every day. Yes. Yes. You you can kind of get, like, in a funk. You know, you do the same thing. You're really not leaving the house. But, enter, but um, energy or emotions are energy in motion. So your mm-hmm. emotions are all bottled up inside. If you're not moving, you're not getting that energy out. So I feel like you got to move, go outside, go for a run. Fortunately, my child is like, mommy, can we go outside for a run? Can I go for a walk? So I'm always, I'm personally always <laughs> moving. <laughs> but if you don't have an active kid in your house, there's nobody to like, Push you or encourage you to get up and move. So, moving would also help you with your peace. Right. Self love. I'm plugged into an accountability, a workout accountability group, and my trainer, okay. she um, encouraged us or she challenged us for the month of July to um, find out what your primary love language is and love one yourself in that language. And I thought that, that was so powerful because we can. When I heard of the, when I first heard of the the, the five love languages, I heard right. of it in a context of a relationship. Right. Um, so you know, you you figure out your partner's primary love language in the way that they receive love, and you that's how you give that person love in a way in which they can receive it and they feel good about it. But with this self love and the way that my trainer presented it to us. She was like, find out what your primary love language is because it changes. Um, and love yourself in that language. So for instance, mine is words of affirmation. So mm-hmm. if I walk past the mirror, I'm like, girl, you know, I'll say something about myself. Or I'll <laughs> <laughs> girl, you fine. Or you're cute today, or you know, right. Or, right. Right, you're looking good. Absolutely. Right before a meeting. Um, I'll say, you got to, you know, just constantly affirming myself throughout the day. And you'd be surprised that at the end of the day, with all this self-love, you feel amazing. So you got right. to figure out what your love language is and love yourself in that love. Because whether you receive it from anybody else, you already know at the end of the day, I love me. And really, your life is really all about you and your choices and you making yourself feel good. So that peace and that happiness is an inside job. And that's something that you have to plug in yourself and figure out what that is for you. Because it's different for all of us. So
0: that so- is so good. Yep. Now, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. The, the five love languages, you mentioned that. the one Like the one you said, words of affirmation mm-hmm. and then acts of service, I know, is one. Right.
1: Physical And touch. then
0: touch. Mm-hmm. And then, is it things? Because I think I'm the things <laughs> person. I like a couple of little things. Yes. Y'all want to give me some things?
1: Gifts. gifts is one, receiving gifts. <laughs> 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 oh, that's <laughs> hilarious.
0: <laughs> I'm a gifts girl I know yes. how to I know how to make me happy. and, since, and then what, so that
1: would mean you know you give yourself maybe some flowers every so often or whatever the case may be
0: Oh I need to stop being loving myself so much girl <laughs> I'd be giving myself all kinds of things on a regular basis you know what? A, no trouble no trouble loving me <laughs> what, is, what is what is that fifth love language
1: quality time
0: quality time that's mm-hmm. right yep yep yep. You have to spend some quality time with yourself sometimes. That means,
1: yes, absolutely. So that means if you're married, telling your spouse, hey, look, I need this hour to myself. I, I just need, you know, to do whatever it is I need to do for me, for me. That means enforcing your boundaries with, you know, or, or pulling on your support system. Hey, mom, can, right. you watch, can you watch the child while I go do this? Or, you know, just figuring out what that looks like for you. And being intentional about implementing that in your life so that you can find your peace at the end of the day.
0: Intentional. Yes, honey. Intentional. Intentionally get yourself some time. And, and you know, we, I think as parents too, and and, and both of us are parents of young children, mm-hmm. we uh, kind of underestimate their ability to understand what is going on with us. Right. And I found recently, if I talked to my daughter, who is five, mm-hmm. going on, 18. <laughs> if I talk to her and say, listen, mommy needs a little time. Do you mind if I spend a little time doing this while you do this? Yes. Give her some options. She's okay. with you. Okay, mommy. Mm-hmm. We're okay. Mm-hmm. And see, that is so important that we talk to them and we communicate with the people around us. So you're exactly right. Pull on that system, mm-hmm. that, that network of people around us to help us. Right.
1: And then that, that goes back to, to strength again and, and there being strength and vulnerability. It's like, I'm um, exhibiting strength when I ask for help as right. opposed to acting like I got it all together and I don't need no help because, you know, as a strong black woman, I'm just going to get things done. No, at the, when I need help, I'm going to ask for help because to me, that was, that's what strength is.
0: Right. Knowing when mm-hmm. to ask for help and knowing what you can and cannot handle and knowing that you don't have to handle it by yourself.
1: Absolutely. Snap, snap.
0: yes honey yes Ah, I love it I love the intentional part of that Mm -hmm. Patrice that is so important for us to uh, incorporate in our lives be intentional about your peace be intentional about who you are and what you want out of your life and be Mm -hmm. intentional about being very clear in your communication Mm -hmm. with about that message that's the important thing sometimes we want to say oh well they should know Oh, they you know they should know i know why (laughs) why should they know did you tell them (laughs) okay are we in a company of mind readers are we walking around with a bunch of mind readers right and no one knew Mm -hmm. no that's that's not fair to other people that's being very selfish Mm -hmm. in my mind yeah you mean being very selfish when you assume that people know what's going on with you Mm -hmm. and should act accordingly Uh uh-uh yep and you don't have to be nasty to convey that you're not feeling well. Right. You do not have to take it out on folks to convey what you need out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. You can do that in a mature, emotionally mature way.
1: And you know what helps with that? Therapy. What
0: helps? You? Therapy. What? what? Going to therapy, therapy. Girl, you didn't went back to it.
1: <laughs> that's I what I'm did, talking because that, I did because that's like, that is the foundation. It, I, I really, I, I'm a huge advocate for mental health awareness and being plugged into to your mental health and being aware Mm -hmm. because i feel like i'll use an example and i was talking to my mom about this my mom actually recently started therapy because of me um because of the the change that it's made in my life um so i explained it to her like this forgiveness right i was brought up in the christian church non-denominational right and we are faith-based we believe in the bible and all of that so we learned forgiveness right if if somebody did something to you you're supposed to forgive them um and i i really didn't understand forgiveness until i became an adult and you know somebody did something to me and i'm like you know you really don't feel like forgiving that person but because you were born and raised in the church you were taught to forgive because jesus forgive your sin jesus right walk in love walk in love walk in love you were forgiven therefore you should (laughs) forget Therapy helped me understand how to do that, because although you learned that you should do it coming up in church, you never learned how to do that. So Mm, I think therapy is the how piece, even the emotions like you, you were just talking about. Nobody can read your mind and you don't have to come across nasty when you're feeling a certain way. Well, that's the only way we know how to act. You know what I mean? Like forgiveness. Somebody said. Forgive because somebody did something to you, or forgive because that's what you're supposed to do. But it it all goes back to that how piece. Like, how am I supposed to forgive this person, or how am I supposed to tell somebody what's on my mind? Um, if I don't know how, I'm just going to be, you know, act out, behave like with an attitude or whatever the case may right. be. Right. Bringing it back to therapy, therapy it shows you how to do these things, how to forgive, how to communicate when you're feeling upset and not. Have na- not have an attitude or be nasty with it, but you can communicate in a mature, respectful way. So it, it gives you the steps on how to implement these things that you've learned, but you've never learned how.
0: Yes, that constructiveness that's that's important. Do it constructively, in a way that builds people as opposed mm-hmm. and builds yourself as opposed to tearing folks down. Absolutely. I think that's that's what we can get out of that. The therapy will help you learn a constructive way to deal with your emotions and to. Uh, be able to deal with the people in your life.
1: Right.
0: Bingo. Bam. And that is your therapy session (laughs) for the day. (laughs) Well, that is so wonderful. (laughs) Catrice, that is so wonderful to hear. It's so great to hear from you. I'm so proud of you. You're a great young woman um, doing this thing I hear, you know, being a mom, a wife, a working woman, writing blogs, giving people some good juice. Yes, all of that. (laughs) <laughs> all that all that and i want to make sure that people know what your website where your blogs are located can you tell them once again where that is
1: absolutely my website is www.livebeyondaverage.com you could also find yes. me on all social media platforms at beyond avg
0: that's a is in apple b is in victor G is in girl.
1: Yes. That's short for average.
0: <laughs> average. Beyond average pumpkin. She is beyond <laughs> average. Yes. That is so good. Catrice, thank you so much for joining us today. And this is what I want you guys to hear today. And you better hear me. Love yourself out of those five love languages. And even if you're not a Christian, a practicing Christian, no matter what religion you are, find out what works for you. And love yourself and take care of yourself in that way. It could be words of affirmation, like it is for Catrice. It could be gifts, like it is for me. (laughs) Um, It could be acts of service, touch, or quality time. It is important to treat yourself well during these times and when times are good, to continue to treat yourself well and to take care of yourself. And be intentional about loving yourself well enough so that you can continue to be a good person in your relationships i think that's what people need to hear today from you Catrice, and from me
1: i Mm -hmm. love it i love it